Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> I noticed on our uh, last episode, we, well, we did the return because we took a break. We did. And then we did the return of the return because we took an extended break. And this might be the return of the return of the return. I think so. But for due reason. Yeah. We, uh, I don't know. Have you been working from home for the last year and a half? Or Yeah. Did you hear about the COVID thing? No. There, <laughs> some people have been getting sick and stuff. Damn, so, that sucks so bad. Yeah, so uh, a lot of people haven't been, uh, you know, in close contact with each other. Yeah. Yeah, that, the people on the podcast probably, it, it didn't really They may have the, touched it. It didn't make the news much. Yeah. But, like, some people got sick and some stuff closed and stuff. So. We're on that guerrilla journalism. We're yeah. here to tell you first. Yeah, so welcome. Welcome to the Fully Torque Show. Hey, everybody. Yeah, so... Um, Today we'll probably discuss just a couple quick topics that we thought were interesting, uh, one of which being the issues New World is facing. Cody and I have both been playing that a little bit. Yep. Uh, we also wanted to talk about uh, some of the new releases that were coming up uh, as far as video games go for the month of November, and we'll kind of, I guess, go on tangents as we as we see fit. So We're going to talk about graphics cards as usual. Yeah, for I sure. I remember we we had an episode where we talked about GPUs quite a lot. Yeah. And I think it was, we were talking about the 30 series cards coming out. They were right. like just like announced yeah. and we were talking but about Yeah, but we them. had no idea what was going to happen. So the shortage, my understanding is it's like 10 reasons why they're so shorted right now, right? So obviously yeah. if you want to boil it down to a sentence, it's, People, more people want cards than exist, but it's like 40 different reasons. It's like there's yeah. the silicon shortage, there's crypto. Fuck crypto, by yep. the way. That's uh, that's pretty much it. So chip shortage, um, scalpers, increased oh, demand, yeah. and uh, crypto mining. And the thing is, like crypto, or excuse me, COVID-19, it feels like both, it, it's like was twofold of like, well, we're not able to, to create as many semiconductors. And on top of that, more people are now inside, so they want more. So it's like a double whammy, right? right? Yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, so the 30 series cards were going to have an unusual demand to begin with. Right. Because of just the nature yeah. of, like, how big of a leap they were. And then you've got supply chain issues from COVID that we're probably not going to go into because we're not economists. But no. everyone knows, you know, things well, are... speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things are harder to ship. I'm married to one. Oh, there you go. But, yeah. uh, so that makes, you know, that makes me one. So fuck you. I know what <laughs> I'm talking about. Everybody on Facebook is a uh, epidemiologist and a an economist and a political philosopher fuck you can't call it facebook anymore though it's meta oh meta yeah, yeah. did you watch that yeah and meta is it's so it's the same thing as alphabet with google <laughs> right like most people don't even know that google is owned by alphabet holding company like no one calls google alphabet but if you're an employee of google you technically work for alphabet right so it's the same thing it's crazy it's not the first time <laughs> that like a company has just changed their name because of like bad pr you got like um comcast to xfinity yeah and still people are like fuck xfinity and stuff like yeah. that so it doesn't work yeah it doesn't work and it's it's pretty shallow to me like it it doesn't really scratch the surface of it's they've they've had so much controversy so it's like we're meta now so like that none of that comes with us dude and like they tried to be like so self-referential with like the video i'll be honest they look like fucking xbox 360 avatars just yeah. playing in like fake vr world it looks like vr chat yeah that's what it looks like to me and vr isn't new and no. trying to like create a social environment in vr isn't new yeah and like the thought of like oh you can go over to your buddy's place and sit on his fake 50 million dollar couch it's like i mean in real that's life literally ps home yeah and in on the, P on the playstation 3 or, or the early ps4 right? exactly like, and it's like it to me it doesn't work yet because haptics aren't good enough yeah it's like sure i may be sitting on the couch in the virtual world but in real life i'm sitting on a boulder yeah like something stupid so it's i, I don't i've never understood the like all in for vr thing it just doesn't make sense to me at all like it's clearly not been a staple in, in gaming yeah. like your big triple a blockbusters do not come out on vr no your big like you know 
gaming community, competitive gaming, conventions, expos, they're not centered on VR at all. Yeah. It's like a novelty. It is. Like, there's really no, with the exception probably of, like, Half-Life Alex, which is honestly just, like, a good game that was built with VR in mind. It's not like a, this is the experience you have to see to, like, prove right. VR is real. It's just like, hey, this is a cool VR game. Like, finally, a cool one. Right. Um, but I think people are really jazzed about it, which I totally get. I have a Vive, so... Yeah, I, think, I have an Oculus. Yeah, they're fun to play with. Like, I totally understand why people jump into it. Like, it's cool tech. Yeah. But it's just... Yeah, one like, of those... I like to play poker on my Oculus. Sure, yeah. But it's just, like, a novelty, because you can, like, grab the chips and stuff, and it's just cool. But I wouldn't want to play... Like Skyrim VR, I know is a kind of a big port. Yeah. That's just crazy to me. Like Dude. I couldn't spend that much time in VR. I get sick. Yeah, I do too. So it depends. So I, I found for me, and this may be the same for, for people listening, is the games where like you just kind of teleport, you bounce forward, I don't have an issue with, but anything with like solid, like you walk in a sh- in like yeah. a normal path, depending on the game, I'll get like crazy motion sickness. So yeah. it really just depends on like movement. I think li- just the actual rig on my head bothers mm-hmm. me. Can you wear your glasses with yours? Or yeah. Do you? And the Oculus has a glasses bracket cool. that's sort of like a little extension right here, you know? Just protects them sort and, of. And, um, yeah, well, I think it kind of like puts an, a buffer away oh, okay. from your head with it. And we can gesture now because we have video. We love it. Yeah, we love it, video. <laughs> this is a first. If, yeah, for us. If you're, you know, in the car or whatever, I'm sorry, but we have video. Yeah, so. uh, we hate you if you're listening in the <laughs> yeah. car. I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's an interesting play to be like, VR is the future. Like, we're going to have you know, office meetings and VR world. And it's just, <laughs> it's so weird to me. Like the Microsoft HoloLens was one of the more practical ways I could see of doing that. Yeah. Because you see through it and you see the room that you're in. Yeah. And then cool. you have projected objects. So true VR, you don't see your, your real surroundings. Yeah. You're so, I mean, imagine sitting at your desk at work and you can't see anyone around you. But you're in a virtual office room, or you're working from you're working remotely. Like it's just so, it's a weird play to me. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just like, it's one of those technology leaps that it, it feels like too small of a step. Right. But like, I don't know. To to me, it's like, what would be that compelling? Like, I I don't know. With the exception of like, if we could really improve some sort of haptics behind it. Again, I don't know what that would look like, or like some sort of. Can you imagine the world where there's like neural interfaces? We're getting yeah. to like dark future kind of shit. So. Right. To see to me, gaming tests a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Like gamers have been using Discord for years. And before that we were using IRC relays or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, TeamSpeak. And now a lot of people use WebEx at work and things like that. Like if a entertainment community doesn't pick up on something, like what makes you think it's going to, you know, it's not a complete parallel. Like if gamers don't use it, you can't use it in the office. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you've tested it on a huge market. It's too expensive. And it's still a novelty. It's too expensive for like some random guy to say, you know what? I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to get a VR today. Yeah. It's yeah, just, it's, it's not there. It's, it's not. So too expensive, too niche, but it's still cool. Like I totally understand why people are so in. I, I just don't think, I don't think I am. So. Yeah. And, to run VR really well, here's a good segue for you. You need, you need a, super, a good GPU. You need a good GPU. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a shame because, like, when I bought, so I got really lucky personally, and Newegg has that, I think it's every weekday. I don't know if they do it on the weekend. They have the Newegg Shuffle. So I happened to luck into getting a 3080 Ti, which I know makes me lucky. So I'm very grateful. But we're sitting in the room with a 3080 Ti right now. That's right. We are. <laughs> It's uh, recording this episode, so we're living the dream. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where like, I feel really terrible like that a lot of people can't get those cards and stuff like that because yeah. there's a lot of people who like gaming is now like their new hobby. Like especially I mentioned like people who now are at home like most of their time they work from home or whatever it may be. So it's it's just kind of a shame that it's so hard because scalpers are buying the majority of these cards and just yeah. fucking bumping the price. Yeah, I mean, I know I was joking at the beginning, but obviously COVID's been terrible for 
you know, we don't need, need to go yeah, into that. Yeah, for sure. But it's, it's like the GPU thing, it, I almost feel like it would be a problem without that. Like, it, it certainly like hasn't it. helped, mm-hmm. but you can't even get your hands on one anywhere close to retail unless you get yeah. kind of lucky, like you said, or if you're just, you know, super patient. But even I mean, then. yeah, even then it's it's crazy. I mean, I've just been riding it out on my AMD 6700 XT and it plays everything well enough for me. If I could get my hands on a 3070 or 3080, I would probably buy one, but I haven't sunk the time into trying to to buy one. It has to be like a second job. Yeah, and, and your your average person, you you don't want to build right now. Like build like this is one of the few times where people come to me for PC recommendations quite a bit, and I had a you know a side business where I was building PCs, and we just obviously do it as a hobby. Yeah, and when anyone asks me right now, I tell them. I would normally never say this, but this is one of the rare times where building is not a good option. Yeah. Pre-built are great right now. That's really interesting that you say that because I was I was thinking the same thing because I, I was so hard for me to find a 30 series. I was like, well, I wonder if it's just a better deal. And even price-wise, yeah. maybe if I do one of those pre-builts. But what I'm learning is that the pre-built companies are, are adjusting their prices now to yeah. match sort of what those inflated cards are going for. So you could find some marketers that like do a good job, but if you buy like a pre-built from let's say Asus or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you have that, to be careful where it's from. Yeah. So that's true. They are adjusting their prices, but, <coughs> excuse me, they are adjusting their prices, but the GPUs are so pricey by themselves that even if you're like buying it like, the whole machine is 20% higher than normal, you're still coming out okay. Yeah, potentially for sure. And, you know, even if they're adjusting a lot, like some of the manufacturers are that you mentioned, at least you can get the card. Mm -hmm. Like you can buy, you know, you at least get one. Yeah. Yeah. So like, this is one of the rare times where I'm telling people to look at pre-builds and you want to be careful. You want to look for a pre-built that has all of the things that you would want to build in yours, but isn't, you know, 20, 30% above market because what they do a lot is they throw in these like massive hard drives and skimp a lot on the storage costs because that's what's expensive. Mm -hmm. So they put spinning disc hard drives in there and then you've got a $2,000 PC with no solid state storage at all. Right. So that's, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, every pre-built that I look at, I'm like, the ones that I find that are a good price that I click on before I've seen the specs, mm-hmm. it's always like got a four terabyte spin drive in it. Always a 7200, like 3.5 inch big boy. That's like their go to thing because you're in discerning PC buyer. They don't know. They know a little bit, but they don't know. Like mm-hmm. they see storage, like a hard drive's a hard drive, right? Like this is where I save shit. Two terabytes. That seems like a great deal. Yeah. yeah. So. But what they're not realizing is there's a huge difference in solid yep. state and spinning disk. I totally agree. And like w- one thing you'll that I tell people is like a shorthand is if it's not on like the sticker, like when you look at the name of it, it'll tell you like the processor and stuff. If it's not on there, they probably gave you the cheapest version you could get. So like a lot of times that'll be a cheap power supply, which yep. you really don't want to cheap out on your power no. supply, um, stuff like that. So it's just... Again, sometimes that's like a good deal if you're knowledgeable enough to like replace that stuff. Yeah. It really just, it really depends. But again, you could do, I know companies like Main Gear and Origin and stuff like that are usually pretty good. They are a little bit more expensive, but yeah. like anything, you get what you pay for. Even places like iBuyPower and CyberPower PC, if you comb through enough and find the right ones or configure it a little bit, you can come out okay. Yeah. And like I said, even if you're getting a little bit of a dud here and there, at least you can get a card. At least you can get the card. And this card. is one of the rare times I would tell people to do that. Like, I'm a big advocate for building and customizing, of course, but, I mean, you just can't right now. Yeah, it sucks. It's, like, one of the worst times to, yeah. to jump into the hobby. So And, and everything's it. inflated, not just cards. So Yeah, it's true. It is so true. So yeah. we apologize. It's not our fault, but we're sorry. <laughs> I, I got another great segue for you. You're going to yeah. love this. When New World launched, they were bricking 3090s. I heard this. <laughs> was it like a driver problem? Do you it remember? Was, it was something where um, it would try to utilize 
way more video memory than the card could possibly handle. Oh, fuck. So it would try to address like a thousand gigs of VRAM. <laughs> That's, hey, I got that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, which would obviously like flood the buffer and crash the card. Yeah, you're done. So it's it was really rare. It didn't happen to all 3090. Not even cl- It happened to a small percentage of only 3090s. Wasn't it like a specific manufacturer too? I'm not like, sure about that. Okay. But it was like, it was only 3090s. And then out of just the 3090s, it was like a handful of cards. Yeah. It obviously got a lot of attention because you're wrecking someone's $2,000 graphics card. Yeah. I mean, if they bought it secondhand. Jesus. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, just totally factory bricked. Yeah. It also had something to do with the fans. It was trying to overclock the fans or something like that. Okay. And the fans would try to go so fast that the card would just shut itself down. It would like thermal thr- or like power consumption. Was and it too wasn't high. even throttling because it was like bricking them. Right, like right, right. Brick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, New World's had its share of interesting. Especially this weekend because, yeah, you mentioned that was like a huge problem. Thankfully, it sounds like NVIDIA was able to work with Amazon and fix that quick. But it sounds like they have found some huge bugs with New World, the two main ones. I guess the most important one being that uh, it allows HTML code injections into the the chat bar. (laughs) So if I had to, like, rank that... That like I would put that in the category of, like I'm trying to think of a word for it. I would put that in like primitive. Yes. Like Home Depot's website prevents SQL injection. Yeah. Like allowing HTML injection is like that's something that you would hear about in, in, back in like RuneScape in the early yeah. 2000s or whatever. Like it's just Crazy. hilarious to even say out loud. Yeah, and. For anyone who's not like super knowledgeable on like how it would work, essentially there's like a certain character you can enter. I, I don't want to say it out loud, just in, you know, in yeah. case. But uh, there's a certain character you can enter that allows you to exit the block you're in. So like you can think if you're in your chat box, you're just sending chat, but you could exit that and start creating code that the game reads. So one way people have done that is they've kind of changed the parameters to where it'll, so like when, if you've played New World, what you can use that for is displaying certain items. So like it'll show the name of like a weapon or something, you hover your mouse and it pulls it up. So what people have been doing is they've changed that to an ID that doesn't exist in the New World like ID base. So what happens is, they created it so that it's not smart enough to if it looks for an item long enough it says well i don't know what it is and it stops it'll look forever until it finds that item they're starting a database crawl yeah Yeah. it does it's so it's a for loop it literally just runs through every single time so it'll it'll get overloaded it'll max out your memory and it'll just crash yeah so so, i mean html is not even really a factor in most modern games like there's no html involved at all but the chat box itself is so simple and it's just scrolling text mm-hmm. that they decided to make it an HTML overlay. Right. So the way I understand it is that, and the videos I've watched on this, I really respected the fact that they didn't demonstrate it. Right, yeah. Because you don't want people doing this. You don't want to advertise It's interesting it. to talk about. And it's, you know, it's funny that it can happen and it's good to report these kind of things to improve the game. And, you know, I'm all for that. But I respect the fact that they didn't show the the code strings. Yeah. Granted, anyone that knows a little HTML is going to figure it out. Yeah. But I mean, the the text box itself is HTML, which is typically just used for like visuals. So if you're on a website, really basic, like, color blocks and things like that are typically HTML. Mm -hmm. So you can't use HTML to like perform a physics based action in the game. Like you wouldn't be able to inject HTML and make a character teleport or something like that, but you could use it to make objects change colors or get bigger or larger or visually move, you know, certain things on the screen. Right. So what people have been doing is like you said, there's a character where you can start inputting HTML instead of just reading HTML. Right. And you can put in like big yellow blocks is one of the things that I was seeing. I heard that, yeah. So 
and it actually affects other players. It's not just local HTML. They see it on their side. They see it on their screen. Yeah. It's which like is hanging over your head, right? Giant yellow <laughs> box that takes up your entire screen. <laughs> and sometimes sure. they've been inputting things that like break the you know, what the screen can handle. Yeah. And it crashes their game. Really? So that's the one, the first video that I watched on it. Um, we'll put those in the description so that we yeah. can give credit. Mm-hmm. But um, they they were basically just injecting things that the game didn't know how to handle and crashing other people's clients. That's so crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty, it's bad. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's a hotfix rolling for this. Like, I can't really think. So, so bugs, when, when people says, uh, you know, there's a bug or there's a bug fix in the, in the update log for the mm-hmm. game, a bug is just something happening in the game that the developers didn't intend. It's just catch-all. That's all it means. Mm-hmm. So an exploit, which is what this is, is what I would consider like a subcategory of bugs that requires the player to do something that they wouldn't do during normal gameplay to intentionally cause an issue. Right. Right. Like you would never be cutting down a tree in New World and accidentally inject HTML. We, I would call that like a glitch. Yeah. Like something that just happens accidentally. Right. So this is an exploit, to mm-hmm. be clear. This is not just going to happen to you. Yeah, you someone would, has to physically choose to do you it. You would have to be really going out of your way to intentionally cause this to happen. Mm-hmm. So thus, exploit. Yeah. But uh, I've never... I've never seen anything like it in a modern game. It feels like something that should... I, I totally understand this is Amazon Game Studios' first... I guess MM... It's their. It's not their first game. They I, had I one come it, out. I think it's their first AAA yeah. like, release. I, I totally trust yeah. you. And, and it just seems like that's something that should... I don't know. I feel like that's like a pretty known cybersecurity yeah. threat. Is right, injecting that, code. I feel the same way. Like it, it baffles me that it made it through two betas. It's like so. This Cody game and I, did two public betas. It did, and, <laughs> and Cody and I work in IT, so it, it's we have kind of like I think I wouldn't even call it insider knowledge. We just know what people think about, and like this is something that people think about. All oh the yeah. Time. Oh yeah. Like a, a front end developer in the company that I work for. If they if something like this was happening on one of our public websites, it would be a huge. It's problem. like it's a game breaker. Yeah, like you, you everything has. It would to be stop. like an emergency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like whatever you're doing, drop it, fix this kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So it it's it's wild. I mean, <laughs> it is. I, I hate I hate to throw devs under the bus because, like you said, we work in IT and I know how it can be, but this one's tough to wrap your head around <laughs> it is it i i honestly like again I, I totally am with you there it's it's not i don't think it's one person's fault yeah it just seems like one of those things that you lose the 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 force for the trees kind of thing like yeah. you just work on whatever little issues you're stuck on so and, and you know in their defense i would rather than be concentrated on gameplay affecting bugs than like some nerd going out of his way to fuck the game up yeah that's what this is it is yeah Uh, like someone has to go out of their way to cause someone else to have a bad experience yeah for this so agreed but at the same time it needs to be fixed this happened in (laughs) world of warcraft (laughs) yeah yeah like like, we should have known yeah it's it's a wild one. Yeah. I mean, beyond that, like, what, what do you think of the game? Have you liked it? I like it, it a lot. Uh, so, normally, like, just as, like, for personal preference, I find crafting games pretty boring. I don't like babysitting my character, as I'll say, but I feel like New World does a really good job of integrating it with, like, all the other stuff you're doing in yeah. the game. I think combat feels pretty good. I was worried about it being action-based, that, like, it would feel like I was getting hit when I shouldn't have been hit. But um, for the most part, I've actually really, really liked the way it plays, and and everything's been pretty solid. I think you've played more than I have, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I, I've kind of taken a break from it, but it is really crafting heavy, and the crafting to me doesn't feel too grindy because it's so varied. And, yeah. like, all of the crafting has some purpose. Agreed. Like, typically in the games that are crafting focused, they try to do so much that there's a lot of worthless items and just junk that you have to grind through to get to where you can make the good stuff. Mm -hmm. That's true in this to an extent, but everything 
balances out, yeah. you know, in a way, especially at higher levels. Like cooking is one of the things that is kind of junky in a lot of games, and it's almost like a novelty. Cooking's huge in New World because you can cook items that literally give you attribute buffs, like base attribute buffs, which is big. That's something that you would get from like armor. So, you know, it's I have mixed feelings about it. I think it has a really good template to be really good. And I like the game as it is, but they need to do a lot of work on the PvP in-game. My understanding is that's pretty insipid. Yeah, and the dungeons are like reskinned guys that you saw out in the wild. So, so you've done some of the, Have you made it to like the in-game stuff yet? Not the in-game in-game, but I have run some dungeons. Um, they were whatever. Sure. They didn't have cool like raid mechanics or anything like that. Like, the first dungeon had a thing where it was that really obvious classic dungeon mechanic where there's three pedestals and each, like, one person has to stand on each of them at the same That's time. That's teamwork, baby. It's so obvious when you see it. It's like, oh, like, I've played Destiny and, like, I, <laughs> I know how this works. Yeah, so for sure. It uh, That's, like, my only gripe with it, but the grind's fun. There's tons of varied loot. It has a really interesting economy. The crafting's fun. The, you know, group system's cool, PvP's cool, PvE later game has a little bit to be desired. Yeah. There's my review. <laughs> I've heard a lot of the same. It feels like the journey is way better than the destination. Like, yeah. if you're in there for the long haul, it may not be the game for you yet, but I would hope that content, and it sounds like it's sold really well, so it sounds like content updates will probably be pretty regular. I, I can't imagine the content updates don't focus on in-game rating. Right. If you're a hardcore dungeon grinding in-game rate group raider, this is not your game. Yeah. If you want to explore an interesting world and do a little bit of questing and have fun with some crafting, it's more your speed. Yeah. That's what I would say. But it's got a great foundation to be both. Sure. In short time. Yeah, it's better. It has a better launch than some MMOs that have come out, you know, in oh, the last yeah. few years. So, oh yeah, <laughs> it's got at least good foundations, which is great. Yeah, uh, that's that's a great point. As far as launching at, for an MMO goes, like it doesn't get much better. Yeah, and I mean, with the exception of like the server issues, yeah. and like we haven't talked about that, but uh, I don't think we'll go into it today. But yeah, with the exception of that, which is like not based on the gameplay. That's yeah. you know the network side. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed it. So yeah, recommend from both of us. I think so. If it looks, I would say if you if you haven't seen any of it yet, um, and you watch a video, if it looks like something you'll enjoy, you'll probably enjoy it. Yeah. So I think it's a good, I think it's a good <laughs> choice. Um, but. I, like you said, have taken a break from it, so I'm looking towards stuff that's coming out soon. So, as far as games that are coming out in November, has anything... Do you know what's coming out? Is anything exciting to let's, you? Let's run the list. But let's I've run got the a list. Few. First off, I think the most popular, or... Yeah, I think that's pretty safe most to say. Most anticipated. It's going to be Vanguard. Yeah. So, that comes out on the 5th, so that'll be the end of this week. Are you getting that? Or? I'll get it. Yeah, I always get suckered into COD. Because you and your friends play it a lot, right? Yeah, I've got a little group that likes to play shooters. So uh, we were all pretty excited about Battlefield, and then the beta mm -hmm. was pretty rough. So you played that. I didn't get a chance yeah. to play that. Yeah, the beta was something for that. It was uh, They took out a lot of the things that make Battlefield Battlefield to me. Sure. The the squad-based things and the, the roles that you can select. I, I forget the term that they use for it, but they kind of made the classes much more like open-ended. Sure. Instead of doing medic and tank and that sort of thing. That was what was fun about Battlefield to me. And it just it felt like cod but i'm shooting people that are further away on bigger maps sure. and it just didn't have that crisp gun play feel to me and it just didn't didn't get me yeah because i always thought like that was the the big selling point for battlefield is like the team play and yeah. then like the the vehicle large maps like it just felt maybe a grander scale is what you would say yeah like it just felt like it was a 
bigger stakes if that right. makes any sense the cars felt like they were sliding a lot oh, that like sucks. I, I can't even really describe it but there's been quite a few youtube videos about how the weird the vehicle physics were mm-hmm. it felt like you didn't have a grab on the car it was it almost like cars were an afterthought yeah which is such a weird thing to say about battlefield yeah i felt like they already have I, to me it seems like you already have a lot of like code you can use like if you you know if it ain't broke kind yeah. of thing yeah it's one of those things where i guess hardcore battlefield players are hardcore battlefield players it doesn't really i like to be able to jump into like multiplayer and cod mm-hmm. run the game and then whatever i can play for five minutes if i want or i can play for two hours if i want battlefield kind of requires more of a you know you really have to be in like battlefield mode yeah you do it <laughs> it's seems a totally like different experience because they're much longer games like it's strategies different you don't just run in and shoot the first body you see right but all that to say vanguard's coming out uh yeah friday yeah so does that have is it zombies or is it another like uh yep. br they're gonna do um 20 maps at launch whoa four of them are gunfight maps which is the 2v2 mode that i'm a huge fan of yeah. and you know that <laughs> and um they're doing a mode called champion hill that's sort of like gunfight but it's multi-team okay it's like 2v2v2v2 2v2 2v2 it's like big team battle in arena Halo. style okay yeah so That'll be interesting. That was in the beta. I didn't get a chance to play it. I bet that's cool. But uh, yeah, a lot of uh, competitive circles are looking forward to that. It's probably going to be chaos. At first, it probably will be because it's sort of an experiment. Because the 2v2 makes a lot of sense because it's about like outmaneuvering your opponent, whereas right. the other one, you could be flanked from any side yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so this is like big arena style. That's cool. Yeah. I totally dig that. Yeah, but then uh, 16 multiplayer maps at launch. That's a lot. It is. And uh, I think gunfight with um, the World War II weapons is going to be interesting. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, like, you know, quickest on the draw type scenarios in gunfight. Mm -hmm. So the guns are totally different when they do the World War II gunplay. So we'll see. That's cool, though. Yeah. Can you play, like, a lot of single shot stuff? Yeah, because you can have like the different eras fighting against each other, right? So not in the Vanguard multiplayer, but okay. in Warzone, uh, they're going to start bringing more World War II guns into Warzone. It is amazing to me how popular Warzone has Still continued is. to be. Yeah, and I, so it got into a lull because of how bad cheating was. It was terrible for a while. Unplayable, pretty much. And all your big name streamers that kept it popular quit playing because they were upset about the cheating. So Activision's made this huge push for Ricochet, which is their anti-cheat. You have to install it. It com- it's launching with Vanguard. Oh, okay. In December, so well, not with Vanguard, but at the start of season one. I see what you're saying. So I think. It might be something that they can integrate into other games, which is interesting. Yeah. Or maybe license out or whatever, because it's Activision. So they, they do, a, you know, way more than just COD, obviously. Mm-hmm. And maybe even like Destiny PvP, stuff like that. So it um, it's a kernel based, it's a kernel level anti cheat. Holy shit. So some people are a little upset about that. Yeah. And uh, we might have out, we might have expend our technical talk for today but yeah, maybe uh, we'll keep that one on the back burner but you know just really quick to say it, it's it's installed at the most one of the most basic levels of your system it can see everything essentially right so that kind of concerns people a little bit that they're installing something on their computer that's like that embedded um it's not just a little software that you can flip on and off yeah but that's the whole point is that it'll make it a lot harder for hackers to get around it. It'll be interesting to see because uh, I know there's such a hate relationship with the anti-cheat. I don't blame companies for wanting to use it. You have to protect your ecosystem. But then you get like people... I know, for example, with the... Uh, the riot game i'm i'm blanking valorant yeah um they had an anti-cheat installed with it that like was detecting certain people's peripherals as viruses yeah so it would like disable your driver and shit like that for your audio interface yeah. like that's kind of garbage and then like there's i think battle eye is what it's called yeah battle eye um that like some people claim like tanks their performance yeah it, it's definitely gonna 
consume some system resources just because it's constantly looking for something. Right. So it's tough to say, but it's kind of a, it's, I get a, it, it's an okay trade off if you want to be able to enjoy the game. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. It's just, it'll be interesting to see is all I'm really yeah. kind of getting at. Yeah. So. I'm with you. So Vanguard's exciting. Forza's coming out on the 9th horizon five i'm a huge Same. horizon fan me too so i'm super looking forward to that i know that the uh game pass yep we're bringing uh, we bring up game pass every it single episode comes up. it's been like the last horizon has been like number one on there for as long as game pass has existed so i think it'll do really well um what's I don't, the date on that the ninth Oh, so, man. So excited. Yeah, that's going to be so sick. I'm a huge fan of those. And for anyone that doesn't know, it's sort of the the arcade-style Forza. Yeah, easier to play. The controls are a little less, like, realistic, so mm-hmm. you can drift more and stuff like that. It's yep. really cool. Yeah, I mean, huge car catalog, crazy stuff like Warthogs from Halo yep. and trucks and SUVs and stuff like that. It's just so much fun to play. Yeah big open landscapes and you can explore and do jumps and you still get that super granular like modding of your cars and everything like down to mm-hmm. little nitty gritty levels you can change the type of brakes you have and everything it's so the cool tuning you can change the tire pressure in your car so you get all that good forza simulation but in an arcade environment yeah it's so much fun it is so much fun and like again the the level of control you have is so cool but it's like just as easy to jump in and just start you know putzing around and do whatever you want and i i tell people it's like it's probably the next step above like if you've played need for speed or like the burnout games because it's just it's more about the racing part of it but i mean it just doesn't nothing does it better yeah. in my opinion i'm not like a big sim guy so for me the original forzas are like not super fun i do like the grand turismo games or whatever but horizon's the one i come back to and i just want to jump in same here one of my favorite things about it is that people can uh share their tuning setups with other people oh. and also share their uh design car designs That's like cool. decals and stuff like that or full paint jobs like cool. really super detailed stuff like art you know basically that they can share with each other on the marketplace that's the coolest part about it that's super sweet you can give it ratings and comments and everything it's like this huge marketplace and it's it's awesome i think that stuff's always super cool yeah i'll be so excited to play that i'll probably play the crap out of that so i don't have anything really bad to say nope the next release that i know cody's excited about is skyrim Again, Skyrim again. Skyrim again, is again, coming again, out again. on the eleventh. They're including fishing this time, a fishing mod. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can call it a mod if it's in the base game anymore, but uh, yeah, I, I don't want to be Skyrim. A, I don't want to be a broken record. That's coming out. The one I'm interested about. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, but they are coming out the same day. This is the eleventh. They're coming out with the uh, GTA trilogy remaster. Have you seen anything about I have. that? It looks weird. Yeah, like the most stark one to me was Vice City. Yeah. Because it's so colorful. And all it looks, the Miami lights and stuff. It does the same thing that I have complaints about with Unreal, where everything starts to look wet. Yeah. And like the character models, they tried, my understanding <laughs> is to keep them like blocky and I stuff. I know exactly what you mean. They look so bad. Everything has an extra layer of glow around yeah. it. It's like, that's remastered. <laughs> <laughs> if everything's shiny. Damn, you gotta ray trace it to really yeah, get the like, frames. Yeah, like, this guy's shiny now. <laughs> 4K and shining. Damn. I'm going to listen. All I need is big smoke and 4K, and I'm living the dream. I just. It's Grand sure. Theft Auto. There's, I mean, they're classics, right? So if, if you like Grand Theft Auto, I don't know if I'll pick it up. Like, I, I've played the trilogy, so yeah. um, I kind of know what they are already. I think I've aired out my remastering feelings enough. Yeah, I don't have as positive vibes, at, or I guess the same as you don't. So. Yeah, it's it's. It doesn't like really upset me, but I question why these developers spend so much so much time and resources doing it. Yeah, agreed. Um, next, it wasn't a thing when we were in high school, right? Like, I don't think so. Like, no one was like, like, like games that we loved when we were a kid didn't get remastered ten years later. They got sequels when we were nineteen or whatever. 
they got sequels or well with the exception of halo but like i think that made sense because you couldn't play them anymore realistically right so like i have a teenage nephew and then nephews that are eight nine years old and they play games that i played back then yeah and i just it's like i would rather them spend their time and money something about our generation that grew up with the 360 and stuff like that we just have so much nostalgia for those games because we had skyrim and grand theft auto at like some of the biggest things ever Mm -hmm. high-selling games of all time so it's gonna happen but they were exciting and new and blew up and it's like why can't we have something like that again you know right it's like a global trend though what sucks is it doesn't feel like it's just video games like most of the movies that are coming out now are like reboots of like franchises i think ghostbusters is coming out with a reboot in like two weeks it doesn't interest me a bit yeah i can't remember the last time that we had a massive crazy like when skyrim came out it was the most insane thing on the planet absolutely yeah and i think cyberpunk was supposed to be that and obviously it wasn't listen i can't i can't even remember like i don't know off the top of my head like what was even the last earth shattering game i mean it's either been a sequel or a new ip that's like eh, anthem yeah like we we, just wanted to be we've just been in a drought yeah, and like it's not to say that there hasn't been good games because there's there been a have. lot of stuff that's yeah, been fun, have. but there's no like there's no benchmarks yeah. anymore. I, and I don't really know. I feel like Infinite could be that, but honestly, I don't know if you've heard anything about the single player. To me, it sounds like a Ubisoft style, like yeah. Far Cry type open world game, like yeah. capture bases and stuff. Don't get me wrong, I I played the beta. I don't know if you played it for Halo Infinite. It was fun, but it it. It's Halo, but it's 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 also I've played it before. I'm know? gonna say it. Halo needs a BR. You think Halo so? needs a battle royale. <laughs> I honestly thought they were gonna with the infinite tag. I thought with an open world they would have inc- like yeah. incorporated it. I think it like it's rumored, but like not even close to confirmed. Sure. So it feels like it's just a money printing machine. So. Like. <sighs> Think about, you know, like classic Halo multiplayer, just copy the Battle Royale model. Mm-hmm. Pelican flies in, Spartans jump out of it. Where are we dropping? Where are we dropping? <laughs> you land with a Magnum or whatever. Sure. And then the loot is going to be way different because there's only like five guns in Halo. Yeah. That, that are like central to the thing. Like you can't have like all these like granular differences in the guns. Mm-hmm. But you could do, you know, like an arena style loot snipers or whatever. And it doesn't even, the loot doesn't even matter. It's just the fact that you're on a big map with vehicles and the map's closing. Yeah. It's basically big team battle from Halo 3, but the map's closing mm-hmm. and you have a way bigger, a bigger map. I think that's compelling. Why enough. wouldn't that be fun in Halo? Yeah, I think that's compelling enough. And honestly, like the loot system in that type of game, I don't think is as important, especially because the time to kill is so high. Right. Like with Halo, it's more about like finding good positions and, you know, being able to out stamina your opponent. Obviously, there's plenty of skills. So I think that'd be really interesting to see if they went somewhere like that. Yeah. But. It depends. I guess we'll see what actually happens. Hire me three four three. We got ideas. Cody's I can even just ideas. do the PR for it. I'll just sell. I'll just sell it. Listen. <laughs> I don't mean just. You just have to listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully they do. Uh, there's. We mentioned Battlefield. That's coming out the week after, as well as the new Pokemon game. I don't really care about either. So I'm fine to move past those. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen Endwalker comes out on the twenty third. That's interesting. I'm a huge I know you fan. Are. I really, really am stoked for that. So I think you played a little bit. I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I have like a group of dudes who play it, and I've I know it's it's like the most popular MMO right now. So I don't really need to proselytize more than anyone else has. So it's good. If you are excited, stay excited. Should be fun. Uh, probably the biggest hitter. We skipped it in the list, but on the fourth is Just Dance 2022. That's, you know, that's up there. That's a sleeper. That's going to come yeah. out and really turn the world around. B 
beyond that, I don't think there's much that I'm super stoked about. If you like park management games, Jurassic World Evolution 2 is coming out on the 9th. Um, a couple other games that I'm not familiar with, so I won't really jump into, but those are all the ones that I was kind of excited about. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is we didn't get a real gaming November last year. We didn't, yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited. Even just for, like, the big IP sequel. Like, give me COD and Forza, and we're good. Yeah. After the year we had. I agree, yeah. <laughs> so. It's like, I have games that are already taking up, like, a bunch of my time, so I don't need, like, a whole lot of games to add to it. And I'll be interested, once we're done with this, to talk about what you've been playing as well. But, um, yeah, uh, there's plenty of games that are already eating people's time. Yeah. And the big hitters, it sounds like are here so that'll be really cool yeah exactly so it'll be a fun fun month yeah so beyond the ones you're excited about that actually brings me to what have you been playing recently really just new world and cod um i've i've kind of new world is so passive um, because of like the loot grind and like literally like spending an hour cutting down trees and stuff like that (laughs) yeah that i can kind of just keep it on the side monitor and like be watching football or hanging out or whatever and i'm just literally just fucking cutting down trees i love that i love having it while i have other stuff that i'm kind of relaxing yeah it is one of my games that i do that with is um I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before. I've played it like every couple, every like six months I run back to it is Grim Dawn. Yeah. Um, it's like, a, I don't know if you know it. It's essentially like a Diablo style game. Um, you can essentially like turn your brain off and run around and just beat the shit out of <laughs> yeah. people. I think it's really fun. It's got, um, if anyone hasn't heard about, about it, I think it's on sale right now on Steam for like six bucks. But it's essentially like if you liked Diablo and you want one that has pretty great build variety and you like cool loot and stuff like that, it fills that kind of need. Yeah, it's, it's that not cool. Yeah, and it's not involved enough to where like you have to look at a spreadsheet like for Path of Exile. Or, yeah, I was just about to mention it. Like yeah. I like Path of Exile and it just gets crazy. And I do too. Like I've played that one a lot and I enjoy the seasons to me are really cool. How like every three months there's like a whole new mechanic that boils in. But at the same time, that's every quarter. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to have to like restart all the time. I like having like my core guys that I jump in and play around with. So um, to me, it's like, it's nice to have a game that is just like, it's not a live service. It's just, you buy it and you have everything there it has a couple expansions for like new classes and stuff, but I mean, you're you're buying a full product. You can play it offline, obviously. So, well, not obviously. Most games are online now. Yeah. Um, but I, I just uh, I think that's something to, uh, to at least commend. It's it's worth a look if anyone's in the the market for something of that vein. I'll probably jump back into Valorant too. Um, I got a group going back to Valorant, so Valorant's good. Get that in the rotation a little bit. I mean, it's it's Counter Strike with. A, like class-based abilities which is cool yeah and they I haven't totally overcomplicated agree. it i was worried they were going to get crazy with new characters and stuff but it's 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 great it's one thing that as someone who for a while didn't play counter-strike it was amazing to me that it it felt like there were not that many mechanics but i feel like the more you look at it you realize that the the depth in what you can do with it it's it just has everything yeah like it's just one of the most probably one of the most perfect shooters ever if not the most it's good like it's really smooth like it's perfect for that competitive style shooter so yeah and valorant adds a lot of really cool um additions to the formula so i've liked it i've played a lot too who knows maybe i'll jump back into it soon so that's exciting beyond that uh i haven't been really playing much a little bit of final fantasy again excited for it and walker so that'll be fun um but yeah man those are like the big hitters for me. Yep, that's pretty much it for me. Cool. What about music? Anything new coming out that you're excited about? Man, uh, to be honest, that new Adele. You like it? I love it. It's the single. Is it just the single or the whole album? Just come the out? singles out, but the album's about to come out, and I that's love it. I'm an that's unashamed Adele listener. She's she's got some cuts, and I usually like the stuff on the heavier side, and I like you know obviously rock music, and we have a lot of similar tastes, but. I've never heard someone be like, Adele sucks. She sucks ass. Like, it, there's at least someone, every pop artist, you know, like, has a group of haters. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's just, like, cool with Adele. Yeah. <laughs> it's She's just, like, 
she's too talented to like really hate too hard on her. I had never bothered to go listen to her. Yeah. And then she did the song for Skyfall, the James Bond movie. And I heard it in the movie and I was like, that is awesome. And then I started actually listening because like if I just hear a single on the radio, I'm never going to go like dig into the catalog. Like if I hear a pop song on the radio, I'm not going to be like, oh, (laughs) wow. Wonder what else I can. <laughs> we got to dig deep into this. <laughs> but yeah, um, my uh, my band has been playing a lot, and we have a show on Friday at Wild Boar. If you're in the Knoxville area, yeah, if anyone's free, that'd Wild be awesome. Boar Emory Road. So it won't be Adele. It won't be. They have their own <laughs> specific style of music. Yeah. Speaking of Adele, though, did you hear the theme song that Billie Eilish did for the new James Bond, No Time to Die? Yeah. What do you think of it? I don't hate it, but I, I didn't really feel much of anything yeah. when I watched the movie. So. It didn't have the James Bond feel to me. It's. I mean, Billie Eilish sounds like Billie Eilish. She's not like, a, to me at least, it's not as chameleonic as like yeah. another artist. She just, which is a good thing. I yeah. mean, she sounds like herself, but I agree. It was a strange I, choice. I think like she almost has this kind of whisper style or she like does. a faint speaking style, and I don't care for it. The the classics like you look at Casino Royale with Chris Cornell, like just really powerful, like. Yeah like pop ballads and stuff like that and if you've seen the movie uh, it's fair to say it probably doesn't fit the tone but yeah it just felt sort of strange yeah like i've watched old video youtube videos of billy eilish before she was famous when she was like a teenager she's mm-hmm. like 18 19 singing and not singing like that like you know really, really projecting mm-hmm. and she can sing like can. crazy yeah but she doesn't do it <laughs> I guess it's just the aesthetic. Yeah, is it's that just her it style. Is? It's just her style, I guess. Yeah, I'm cool with it. But again, I agree with you. It's like some of her music's really great. Some of it yeah. feels She's similar. got some cuts. Yeah. So, But anyway, I was just curious because I remembered with the themes uh, just that I had seen that recently. But we don't. We won't talk about the movies. I feel like um, we could do that another time. Yeah. Does that sound? Yeah. Alrighty. But... I think if you've made it this far, thank you guys for tuning in. I mean, yeah. we're we're planning on uh, keeping this thing rolling. COVID kind of knocked us on our feet, off to, off our feet, and you can look at us now if you want. That's true. I don't yeah. know why you'd want to do that. <laughs> you have the option, <laughs> but you're welcome to look at us now. We're gonna yeah. have this up on the Fully Torqued YouTube channel. Uh, you know, like and subscribe, all that good business, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, thanks for being here, guys. See you next time.